The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncy, and Wes Crouch. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank. Tonight we have the distinguished honor of interviewing a couple of fellas that have got champion on their uh, tag. We've got uh, Coach Christopher Cobb from the bass fishing team, along with Junior Gabe Ambergy, who was the 2022 KHSAA state bass fishing champion, and eighth grader Austin Hatton, who is the 2023 Kentucky Student Angler Federation Bass Champion. Congratulations, Woo! guys. Thank you all for being at the show. Um, you know, once we once we saw you guys won last week, obviously last year, um, that's a big deal. Uh, this show is dedicated to Montgomery County, and so we want to, you know, celebrate that. Austin, I don't know if you saw it or not, but you were on – uh, Facebook, as you were one of our Kimsoft athletes of the week last week, um, who is you know uh, you know fantastic. We've been doing that since late fall, I guess, and um, I think it's one of the coolest things in the world that we get to do is just recognize our athletes, and that's one of the reasons why we like this show. As we, we want to bring the coaches on, we're eventually going to get to the point where we'll be in season and be you know, hey, how's the season going? You know, things like that. But, uh, you know, Coach, right before we, we started the show, we were kind of talking a little bit about this. So let's kind of clarify for our listeners. Th- there's there's two different championships here. We've got the Kentucky State Champion, and then we've got the Kentucky Student Angler Federation. Um, so tell our listeners a little bit about what that difference is. Sure. So the KHSAA uh, tournament that Gabe and Triton, his uh, brother, won this past year is the actual Kentucky sports um, championship. So it's it's equivalent to your uh, your basketball, your football, your Sweet Sixteen, soccer, everything that our all our sports compete for is that state championship. Mm-hmm. And that's what they won. So gotcha. they were actually the first team in Montgomery County to win a state championship team-wise, in athletics, okay? And then the SAF is the Student Angler Federation, and it's a separate entity from KHSAA, but the SAF is uh, is associated with MLF, which is your Major League Fishing, yep. and your TBF. Um, and so they actually put on the KHSAA tournament. Okay. They, uh, KHSAA lets MLF and TBF uh, host the the four regions, and then they also host the state tournament at the Kentucky Lake. Okay. So that's what Gabe and Triton won. Um, Austin Hatton and Mason Witt went to fish the SAF state Kentucky State Championship. So each state has an SAF championship each year, and they are uh, fishing to be in the top 10% 
of who, however many boats there are to compete at nationals in Wisconsin on the Mississippi River. Well, this year uh, there were 200 boats and we had six teams that went to compete. The uh, thing about the SAF is you have to be a high school, you have to have a high school student as one of the uh, anglers. Okay. So Austin being an eighth grader uh, had a friend, Mason, with, who uh, did not have a boat at this time to fish. And so Austin was like, hey, I have a middle school partner for the regular season. Well, you want to go fish this with me. Yeah. And so they actually aren't partners, and they got together, went to Lake Cumberland, competed against 200 boats, and won. There you go. And so they— 10%. Who needs 10%? I'm taking number one. Let's just win the championship. So they are going to go compete at Nationals and Worlds um, in June, uh, late June, um, on the Mississippi River in Wisconsin. And then there's also another trail, which is uh, encompassed with bass, which you guys have heard of bass, the yeah. Bass Master Elites, all that. And it's through uh, the Bass Nation, which is the Kentucky Bass Nation. And um, our students compete in that uh, trail. And difference with, there are five trails uh, for high school students, middle and high school students in the state of Kentucky. There's five trails. And Montgomery County actually hosts the Eastern Trail, and we have fished two of our four uh, qualifiers. Uh, we fished at, uh, what was the first one? Oh, my goodness. Where was it? The second was one was Cave Run. Cave Run. Yeah, we did Cave Run. We'll have, we're going to Yatesville Saturday, this okay. Saturday. And then next Saturday we'll be at Cave Run as well. Okay. Oh, the first one was the Bradley Roy. Okay. Bradley Roy is a, a Major League Fishing uh, a pro, and he actually hosts a tournament every year at Lake Cumberland, and that's the first tournament for all the KBN trails. And so um, we actually have a chance to uh, get kids qualified for that state tournament, which will happen the second week in June on Barron River. Oh, and man, I love Barron they, River. Yeah, and so then they're going to fish for the state title in the, KB, the, the Kentucky Bass Nation, and they can go fish a nationals yeah. for bass. So um, they can actually go fish in Florida. They can go fish at uh, uh, Tennessee. Any of these bass nation tournaments or bass tournaments yeah. for high school, they can go fish any of them because they're members of the Kentucky Bass Nation. That's awesome. So we really tried to expand in the last couple of years the opportunities for our student anglers to go fish bigger tournaments um, and uh, give them a chance to, you know, find success even outside yeah. of just fishing at Cave Run or within our team. I mean, that, that, that's awesome. I mean, first of all, I'm jealous as I'll get out because I grew up in a boat and my dad was, and I, we fished a lot. They didn't have this when I was in high school or I would have been like you guys. I would have been wanting to do that. And, um, you know, Sean's in a John boat over there rowing. Nerd confession here. I watched the Bassmasters Classic that's right. from, from beginning to end every year. Um, so. Uh, that's that's kind of a. a I actually big deal. went. I actually went. I was in Knoxville. Oh, nice! Uh, and, and watching the Bassmasters, and, and I was texting Austin's dad, and we were going back and forth. We're like, I th- it hit. Uh, Aaron was uh, saying he was texting back. We have seventeen pounds. I was like, you're gonna win. Yeah. And we kept texting back and forth, back and forth, and uh, finally it came down, and he's like, we won. I was like, yeah, that's fantastic. And that was on Cumberland, right? It was. That's what I thought. And then uh, you guys fish on Kentucky for the for the uh, yes, state sir. title, right? Yes, 
So how long how long has Montgomery County had a bass fishing program? I believe it's nine years now. Okay. Yeah, I believe it's nine years. That's now. pretty gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is. So, Gabe, how long have you and uh, how long have you been fishing? I mean, have you grown up fishing from? Yeah, I pretty much grew up in a boat since I could walk. Gotcha, gotcha. That's uh, so. Any favorite place that you like to fish, other than you know locally, you know outside of Kentucky or inside Kentucky? Cumberland's probably my favorite. Yeah. He said anytime he can win a state title. Oh yeah, there fish. you go. That's what I'm wanting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you? What about you, Austin? What how? I haven't been fishing my whole life. I started fishing on a boat like two or three years ago. Okay. I got started when uh, somebody from my mom's work took me to Cave Run, and we ended up catching like five or six pounds worth of bass. Nice. And that got me started into it. Cool. There's nothing like it, right? So I'm curious, like with the coaching, it's a team weight, right? And so you got, the, the you know, both anglers are, are going for the, the total pounds. Are you in the boat with them as the coach? Are so, you the driver? Is that how that works? It's a unique situation with our sport. Yeah. Our sport, our team, cannot be done without parents. Okay. There's no way we can do it. So yeah. shout out to all our parents. Our parents are our boat captains. Okay. Um, I do take students out when we have boat issues, when we have uh, students that uh, – uh, may have to uh, miss a weekend. They have prior obligations, things like that. I take students and, and take them out, and we they fish as a team. Yeah. Um, so we actually have 27 teams wow. within our whole team. So we have 50, uh, and, and I know that adds up to 54, but we actually have 55 students this year that are on our bass fishing team. So we have a very large team. And because of that, increases the odds of winning, right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, sure. Um, because of that, we actually have to do um, a we have to do qualifiers within our entire year. So we'll have eight qualifiers this year. But I th- uh, well, we had to cancel two because of weather. So we have six qualifiers this year, and they fish for points. Okay. So you know, team number one that wins the tournament, you get a hundred points. 99 if you blank but you fish you get 20 points and they're actually fishing to be the top six of all our teams because we can only take six teams to our KHSAA regional tournament for region four at cave run so you got to compete against your own teammates in order to be able to get to that point and let's talk that's why we're so successful right they're having to run a gauntlet every tournament we have because they're having to compete against the best of the best who are on our team. Yeah. And so all our teams are having to compete and stay in that, you know, that mindset every tournament. Yeah. So they go to big tournaments and they're like, eh, what's this? It's just a few more teams. We've been competing against Gabe and uh, Triton all, you know, all year. We've been right. going against uh, Joe and Luke all year. We've been going against Elijah and Will all year. I mean, they are making each other better because they're having to compete against each other. Uh, there's to nothing like the top six. a natural born competition, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So – that is one of the things that sets us ad- apart from other teams in the state. Yeah, is we have so many teams. So, so I'm sorry, you're fine. So how much coaching mm-hmm. coaching do you I'm get sure. to do on the boat? I mean, is it just you drive them out and then you're 
it's up to them. Or... Sure. So our boat captains are our, uh, let's take Gabe and Triton, for instance. Their dad is a very good fisherman. Okay. Very good fisherman. I fish against him, you know, in our Saturday tournaments. Did, did you and, say his brother's things. name is Triton? Triton. Well, yes. we know where that name comes from. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and, and Triton's and so, a boat brand. I don't yes, know if you guys yes, know that. Absolutely. <laughs> And so um, our boat captains do a lot of the coaching and teaching for okay. us um, out on the water. Um, and so that entails helps our whole team because they're learning from veterans, from pros, from, you know, dads that have fished forever. Yeah. So what does that look like? What does coaching on the boat look like? Is it, hey, try this bait. Hey, Cast over here, what does that coaching look like? Absolutely. So that's what that looks like. Uh, they, you know, it, it, as they're, at, now they can't touch rods, they can't touch reels. Our boat captains cannot fish yeah. at all. They are there to drive the boat. All right. So uh, student athletes are able to run their own trolling motor. They're able to, um, they're able to, fish they're able to tell coaches where they'd like to go the coaches can make some of those decisions as well um, but as the as they're fishing and some of our younger students as they're learning um, our boat captains do help them in hey it's kind of windy this is a rock bank might be good to put a, a you know put on a crankbait today right. you know they give okay. suggestions gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, they give suggestions but I mean the students learn by going out and fishing right and most of our students do most of their uh learning in the summertime when they fish some little tournaments with dad and dad can fish yeah and they're learning from you know dad grant we actually have grandpas that um that boat captain we have neighbors that boat captain we have volunteers that just don't have they don't even have kids on the team that will boat captain. I'm going to buy a boat. I'm going to buy a boat just so I can captain. <laughs> but talk to Gabe. Talk to Gabe and, and Austin more about yeah. what they do out on the water. Well, and I, I like that's really cool because I've always like wondered about that. Now, do you guys get to practice? I mean, because I know like with 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 like BASS, they'll practice the week prior to the tournament. I don't know. Do you get that op- you know obligation to go practice? So with some of the bigger tournaments, we'll get like a day off school or something to go up there to practice. But most of it, if we're going to go practice, we have to take off school yeah. and give a note or have your boat, like he said, the parents boat captain, so yeah. they can go down there and fish. Gotcha. That's basically that. So is. now, are you the oldest of you and your brother? Uh, yeah. Okay. So he's following in your path then. Yeah, he's a freshman. Okay. How, how, is, it, how is it being on the boat with dad? It's all right. It's pretty good. You ain't got to worry about saying nothing. You ain't got to worry about the feelings as much. Yeah. Because he'll, he'll straight up tell you if you're not doing it right, right? Yeah. <laughs> so who, who was your captain uh, during this last tournament? Uh, my dad was our boat captain. Okay. Okay. Um, and so you and Mason just got together and fished that tournament. That was the first tournament you all fished. Yes, sir. That's pretty cool. I know Mason pretty well. We actually lived. We actually uh, lived right up the road from from them, and I know that Mason's worked pretty hard with Eric Kearns uh, quite a bit. And and you know, a lot of our student anglers fish tournaments outside the season. Yeah, um, I know Mason has fished with Eric um, as well. I've taken um, Elijah um, and I've fished tournaments together. I've taken uh, Will, and this is you know this is off 
you know, out of school, sure. summertime, you know, those types of things um, where our, you know, our rules and, and guidelines are, are more lax because yeah. we're, you know, we're out off the sea, out of season. And so um, a lot of our student anglers and their dads will fish the Tuesday nighters or Thursday nighters or, you know, they'll go fish a tournament together. And those dads and those, uh, you know, myself will, you know, we work with the kids and they get better by fishing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, absolutely. so question, fishing in a tournament and you've hooked what you think is a, just a monster and you get it to the boat and you're like, it's not a bass. How did it, you know, has that happened to you? And is it, is it that disappointing that I'm thinking of? Many times. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of just destroys you because <laughs> you think you have it won for a second, yeah, and then it's just a catfish or something stupid. <laughs> and then you're like, I wasted all that time, yeah, basically. For, for this. And and you know, um, now are there are are there rules as specific as like BAS, like you can't catch it on the outside, you know, like because I know the. If it's hooked on the outside and not in the lip, right, it doesn't count yeah, in that's, BASS. That's with sight fishing, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so our, our tournament coming up this Saturday, that's a discussion we'll have. We have a Zoom meeting every Thursday before a tournament to go over the rules with the students and the boat captains and to give them their boat numbers. We do a boat draw, virtual boat draw and stuff. And that's one of the conversations we have to have this Thursday because we're going to Yatesville. And this time of year, it's starting to set up that there could be some bedded fish, yeah. and we'll have to have that conversation okay. with So them. when you say sight fishing, you mean like if you're seeing them on the bed, you can't just throw it in there and hook it like that. They, yeah. They, but yeah, now, exactly. if you're just normally fishing and it and you wind up doing that and you're not seeing that, it counts or it doesn't count? That's yeah. Pretty, okay. All right. Well, I mean, there, I know there are a lot of rules to it, and I know the fish have to stay alive and, and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, I mean, it's fascinating the way – this um, industry, I guess, is what you would call it, has right. grown. I mean, because it was it was big when I was a kid, and it's even bigger now. I mean, and I mean, just the fact that we have fifty five kids, you know, we don't have that many people that what they're interested in basketball, <laughs> and so you know, it's like it's you know, my daughter bowls, uh, and so you know, we had a huge bowling team this year and the, the the boys bowling team they went to the they finished second in state That's tournament right. you know they got close and so but a lot of these non-traditional sports our, our ea sports team i mean it's, it's, it's amazing to me. yeah mark trial they're, they're just they're killing fire it. right now yeah and, so. and you spoke of your daughter we uh we are uh we actually have young ladies that fish okay um, on our team we have um we have a team that is Two girls all together. Okay. Uh, Sarah Kate Lansdale and Hagen Steele's Team Pink Crocs is what they call <laughs> themselves. And um, they are actually in our top six. Nice. Yeah. They are actually in our top six. I see your Pink Crocs there. <laughs> Neil's Neil. rocking them. And, uh, and we, we have, um, we have uh, uh, two other young ladies okay. um, that fish on our team. And so, um, and the, since I'm on the, the clock here, I'll just tell you, it sounds like KHSAA uh, is going to be working towards having a, an all-girl state championship um, either this year or next year. They're leaning towards doing it this year. 
um, where if there are a, if it's a team of girls that has won the re- that has qualified for the region and they're fishing in the state tournament and they are the top girls team, they're going to get a girl state championship that's, that's awesome mm-hmm. that's awesome so i mean you know that's going to grow that um yeah. that side of the um absolutely of our uh, team as well so what is the season you said you know like in season out of season what, what's i mean what is the spectrum of where you like when's your season start and and then end so normally we'll have our a qualifiers like you said earlier and we'll have like three or four in the fall and then we'll have It'll go for winter, and we'll take a break, and then it'll start back up in the spring. So basically, out of season would be like during that winter time, and then summertime after it's over. Because so like it's right almost now, a whole school year thing, other than just the, yeah, the dead of just winter when it's cold. Yeah. yeah. So we have our meeting usually the week after the first day of school, um, and then we usually have our first tournament either the first or second weekend of September. Okay. And we will fish uh, through September, through October, and the first two weeks of November. We stop about middle ways through November because, obviously, we have a lot of kids that like the um, the outdoors. And so it's uh, deer hunt season yep. and, yeah, right. and, and, and hunting seasons. So our dads want to do those things. And, uh, and then, obviously, you've got your December, January, February that, you know, it, it's um, – I fish – Gabe fishes, also fishes, but we don't do it as a team because yeah. the the water temperatures are, you know, one that would be well, that would escalate our. You gotta be desk. Yeah, <laughs> you, you gotta well, be dedicated to be out there in that cold the weather. The fishing's like great during that time, but the but the conditions uh, for safety are not ideal for yeah. our team yeah. and for our student anglers and our boat captains. So we have to take that into consideration, yeah. and um, and we do skip those months, and then we start back up usually the first of March and we'll fish the first of March, all of April, and then we'll have our state tournament in May. And if anyone qualifies, they'll fish tournaments in June. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, I, so, um, I know if my, uh, my son has a friend that, uh, actually fishes for Kentucky Christian. Right. Um, and so have you, have you had anybody that's, um, been in contact with you and stuff like that uh, about about fishing from you know fishing in college i actually just went down to uh campbellsville thursday okay yeah it was thursday and talked to their fishing coach and he offered me a spot for the 2024 year nice nice congratulations thank you um so you know it, it, growing sport obviously mm-hmm. is that becoming something more um with colleges, I mean, I, like I said, obviously Campbellsville has one, mm-hmm. Kentucky Christian has one, right. uh, I think Moorhead has it, one. Just knowing the local uh, Murray area, has one, UK has one. Okay, um, okay. And so the um, we actually have six alumni that are fishing for colleges right now. Oh, gotcha. Um, we we have and we have students at Murray State, Eastern Eastern has a uh, one as well, Campbellsville and Kentucky Christian and Moorhead. Gotcha. Um, the the difference between Campbellsville and and uh, Kentucky Christian and Georgetown College has okay. one. They actually offer scholarships, okay. and they're an actual team. Their school sponsors them as a team. Um, your Murray State, your Moorhead, your um, Eastern, it's a club. So the kids have to make their make their own money through fundraisers or pay their own way. Gotcha. They have to uh, you know. Uh, 
sign up on their own um, to go to the tournaments yeah. and do all that. So they have to get a partner and do all those things. Where KCU, Campbellsville, they set schedules. They have coaches specific for that sport. Right. And they determine who goes fish what tournaments, whether you go fish MLF tournaments or bass tournaments. And uh, they try to get as many teams qualified for the different divisions gotcha. that they can. So some can offer scholarships, obviously not full scholarships, but they can offer scholarships um, that help with the cost of that particular school. And then others, it's just a club and it's, you know, they get together and say, hey, let's go fish this and yeah. they sign up on their own. Maybe Zebco will be giving you some NIL money or something like that. <laughs> See, look at that, pulling out, pulling out some, some fishing brands. You, you looked that up on Walmart, didn't you? Did not. <laughs> so, now, so our, Gabe, our, our Kentucky teams, in our Kentucky college teams are, you know, they're doing very well. Campbellsville yeah. is ranked fifth right now. Did, did you ever think, Gabe, when you started fishing, that you would have a chance to get a scholarship to fish? I didn't really start planning on that until – Probably last year, the year before, yeah. I used to focus on baseball more. Yeah, and then I ended up quitting baseball, and now I'm more focused on fishing. Well, it's a safer sport. You you might not get hurt as easily as you can in baseball, but our baseball team is pretty good too, though. So, um, I, I I I think it's I think it's cool, I, and I think it's awesome that we're being represented well um, on all levels right now. Austin, I have a question for you. So seeing the success that Gabe has had and he's going, you know, he has a chance to go to college and get a scholarship. Does that drive you to hopefully reach the same heights? Yeah, I've been thinking about it some after we won the SAF. I've been thinking that maybe I might get an offer somewhere, like later down when I'm maybe a junior. And I've been thinking about that. So you won the KHSAA with how many pounds? So it was a two-day tournament. Yeah, and our two-day total was twenty-five something. I can't remember the exact amount, but and it's your, twenty-five pounds. And your biggest and your biggest day was how many? It was thirteen something. Thirteen something. Yeah, so and yours was and, and Austin. Yours was a one-day tournament. Yes, sir. And it was and y'all caught seventeen pounds. Yeah. Huh. Sounds like there's already some. Hey, uh, we're at two different lakes now. No, one was at Cumberland and one was at Kentucky. That, Lake. That's a it's difference. All, we're already that's different. Yeah, I don't know. It Kentucky Lake's like an ocean. Cumberland. I don't know. You might. You, it's already. Yeah. I mean, Austin. Listen, KSSAA, You might be uh, hosting two trophies in a row here before takes a long. Lot more weight down. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that but it, that's the good thing about it is that is that you, you you know even you as a junior is like oh no. They just they just went down to what'd you say, Cumberland? Cumberland. Okay, and caught seventeen pounds worth of bass. And you're like, hmm. You go down there and do that again, I might have a whole lot of I might have a whole lot of fishing to do this <laughs> next time around. But it's it's good, you know. Oh, the one that gets them is when Team Pink Crocs rolls in with a bag of <laughs> that tears all of them up. <laughs> Listen. Nobody wants to get beaten out of no girls. That, that, that tears them up. Now is Norman the boat captain? Norman is our boat captain for our young ladies. And yes. I, I bet he just, he just loves he that. Loves all, it. All and, you- and he is boat captain now, golly. Pruitt did it from seventh, mm-hmm. eighth, right? So that's four, five, six, seven, eight years now. Norman's done it, and he still has rigs coming. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he absolutely loves it. Um, would do anything for any of the kids. He is taking kids out 
um, that maybe had bolt issues and he would separate the two teams. They'd keep their fish separate. Um, like I said, our parents are by far the best yeah. in the county because they support us so much and they would do anything to help any of the other kids on any of the other boats. They right. want to see everyone succeed. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's awesome. Well, I mean, Austin, you, you've got your title early, right? So you you got this SAF out of the way in the eighth grade. So you've got four more years to try to tack on these other two titles. So you might graduate Montgomery County being the only dude that won all three. Yeah. So that'd be pretty cool. So, um, I mean, I think we should keep it going. You know, just I mean, just keep just keep winning them championships. And and I mean, the competition within itself helps build that. I'm sure. So, Sean, I was telling them earlier that I have a game of this or that. Okay. Fishing edition. So, I'm going to ask you guys two options, and you tell me which one you you prefer. I don't even know if we use these things around here. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Because this first one says Texas rig. Don't know what that means. So, you prefer a Texas rig or a jig bait? Uh, probably prefer a Texas rig. I haven't thrown a jig much. I'd take a jig any day. Listen, Neil thinks that. this is something in his in his utensil drawer in his kitchen, so he has nothing to right. I, oral? So, I mean, my follow up to that is, what the heck is a Texas rig, babe? So you got your bullet weight, which is just a little sinker and it's mm-hmm. shaped like a bullet, and you got it on, and then you got your EWG hook, and then you just put a plastic on it. That's all it is. Okay, pretty simple. The, the Doesn't weight, sound simple. The weight is further away from the actual bait itself, so well, it can slide. So, so like it, when you cast, yeah. it'll sink down, and then when you yeah. work it, it'll pull it to the sinker. Then we had a, a boat captain. A boat captain. Uh, All right, what about a shaky head and drop shot? Uh, shaky head, sure. I'm agree with them on that one. Okay, now that I don't know what that is. I know what a drop shot is. I don't know what a shaky head is. <laughs> it's. It's kind of like, you know what a net rig is? A what? A net rig. No. Well, it's a round bend hook with a straight <laughs> shank, and it's got a uh, football head on it, and it's got a screw lock, so you can put a finesse worm on it. Okay. All right. You guys could be telling me lies right now, and I know no difference. <laughs> it sounds great, though. I, I can see why you both are champions. Uh, jerk bait or swim bait? Jerk bait. Well, that's a hard one. Uh Probably a jerk bait. Okay. You get a workout with that. So, Neil, before you ask the next question, because you, you asked that about swim baits and jerk baits, um, fishing's changing. The fishing industry's changing, and technology is taking over. Um, and so you have your Mega 360, you have your Live Scope, you have everything from Lawrence Garmin, Hummingbird, and those two baits in particular are um, coming to the forefront with swim baits and, and – and, um, the bigger, uh, bigger swim baits because of this forward-facing technology that um, that the kids are way better at than any of the other uh, older adults are. Uh, we're trying to play catch up to the younger people, um, and uh, I know because they're being raised in this as it's being absolutely, developed. Absolutely, yeah. well, and and, 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 and because technology, so good at it. Technology, like with any sport, is becoming is. huge in this industry too. Right, right, right. And so this, you know, this industry, the the technology is is you know increasing and is taking over. Well, Trolling motors are yeah. being run on their they run on their own now. You yeah. map it in, they'll take you where you want it. It's an autopilot. Honestly, yeah. it is. And it, it just sits there and holds you. Yeah. It'll keep you in one spot. It will take you from one point to another point without you doing anything. Yeah. 
Um, it's amazing. Uh, and these kids are so good at this forward-facing sonar. I mean, they're going to give me, um, you know, pointers. They're going to have to teach me something. <laughs> so, I mean, so let's dissect that for just a second. Okay. This this sonar, I know <laughs> when I was a kid, you, you had these just little bitty blips dots. on the screen. That's and right. You're like, you oh, is dots. that a fish? I think it's a fish. And But now with the technology, they literally can see the image of the fish. The actual fish. Um, Tell us about it, Gabe. And, Gabe and, uses and, it you know, all the time. He's yeah. good at it. So with like the live, you can actually see them like swimming. Like if you toss your bait in front of them, you'll see when it, uh, something moves on it, it'll like kind of flash, and you'll see the tail of it flash, and it'll head down, and you can see it just nosing your bait, and it, it's kind of aggravating really because you can just see them look at your bait, and they won't take it. Half just the take time. the fish, take the bait. That's yeah, no. basically. It's, that, that is insane. That that is that is absolutely. And then like insane. your three sixty. You kind of use it more for finding like brush piles and cover and stuff. Yeah. So you'll see like the trees and the tree branches and stuff on it, and it kind of just shows you what's around your boat. And you, it's kind of like a clock, so you can take like your hand or your rod or whatever and point from the trolling motor, whichever way it is, and just flip right into it or cast into it. Yeah. I think I mean, they're so good. Hey, man. look, that's why they're champions. Right. Yeah. So do we prefer shallow fishing or deep fishing? Shallow fishing. I like both, but I'd probably pick deeper. Okay. I like fishing big brush piles. All right. What about clear water versus dirty water? Dirty water every time. <laughs> it depends on what I'm wanting to do. So, like, a lot of times if the water's dirty, you'll fish shallower and you can't fish deep because they'll kind of turn off and it gets harder to catch them. But if it's really clear water, you can fish deeper a lot of times and depending on, like, the wind and clouds and all that. Plus, if you're sight fishing, you're going to want the clear water. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree with him. Okay. And then the last one, vibrating jig or spinnerbait? Probably a spinnerbait. I'll use it majority of the time. A lot of people like a chatterbait, but I'd probably go with spinnerbait most of the time. Uh, spinnerbait. That's what I won the SAF on. So. <laughs> so, so, I mean, you're like, you know, I win with it. I'm not, I'm not going away from it. Yeah. Uh, I saw one on there that I I, I think is interesting. Do you want to catch a 10-pound bass or get your 30-pound limit? In a tournament? The dirty yeah. 30. In a tournament, of course, I'm going for the dirty 30. <laughs> Brandon oh, Ballard no, style. That 10 pa- That 10-pound bass, though. Have you? Uh, what's, the biggest, what's the biggest bass each of you all have ever caught? Mine's not real big. It's six something, I okay. think. I'm not. Tiny. Sure. No. <laughs> Mine's about three and a half. Okay. Okay. Uh, anything over five feels different. Oh, it's a lot different. Yeah. Once I mean, they get like that, you'll hook them and you'll feel their head shaking, and you know you got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that yeah, I I wondered about that uh, ten pound. You know, I've seen a few ten pound basses caught you know online and whatnot, and you're like, my goodness, that's a that's a hog. And but uh, you know, I've never really seen anybody do that whole you know thirty pound limit online. Just just watch them catching you know one fish. So I guess you know getting the limit is you know you're pretty much that's blowing the, everybody out. That's of water, the main goal basically. is to get that limit. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. You, you, that's and the only way you really fish. can can make sure you're competing is if you're bringing in five every day. Got gotcha. you. 
so one my my last final question. You know, in in basketball, everybody wants to hit the game winner game winning shot. Baseball, you want to you know you want to drive in the winning run, score the winning touchdown, whatever. What gives you that feeling in in bass fishing? Is it is it winning the tournament or is it you know hooking the biggest fish of the time? Like what gives you guys that excitement of of you know hitting the game winning shot? All of it. It's all awesome, especially. Probably what gets me the most excited is even just not winning, but when you like hook a big one, like you were saying, that'll get your heart going more than anything. That's the best. I'll get that adrenaline pumping, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's basically what he said. What my favorite part is when you catch a bunch of fish and you have to end up culling, and you know you're going to do pretty good, finish pretty good in the tournament. So you can only keep five fish in your live well. That was going to be my follow-up. Yeah, <laughs> any fish that you catch after the five, uh, you they'll they'll weigh them or or uh, they have they fish. have some cold yeah. and get rid of their smallest fish because you want the most weight you can get. Right. Yeah. They yeah. actually culled almost ten pounds of fish at, for that SAF. Oh wow! They, they um, so you were catching regardless. You 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 were just you know. Killing them that day. Yeah, we were on them that day. Yeah, ripping lips. <laughs> ripping lips. Good job, Neil. <laughs> so I do. Uh, so uh, last question I have, and I meant to get this in earlier when we was talking about the rules and stuff. But like I, I have noticed here recently in the last several years, a lot of the professional anglers are like doing the tactic of laying down and pulling the fish in and not grabbing the lip anymore. That was always the way I knew to do it. Are you all allowed to use a net or or, or you have to, to bring it in otherwise? Yes, we use a net. So, okay. like, my dad, boat captain, if we hook one, he'll jump up and grab the net and be okay. ready when we bring yeah. it. Yeah. And, that, and that's during our SAF tournaments, yeah. um, our SAF qualifiers, KBN tournaments, our senior boats, the boat captain's actually not allowed to run the trolling motor or to net, okay. uh, but they can for our junior teams. So um, we we have two different qualifiers because we are a KBN. Uh, we do do a KBN trail, but there are only four tournaments that follow the KBN rules, and then the rest of them do the SAF rules. And gotcha. SAF rules will let boat captains uh, net fish, run the trolling motor, and such. Gotcha. Um, one thing that we is a rule for both, no matter what, is the kids and the boat captains wear uh, – their life jackets right. 100% of the time. Right. Um, well, they, I mean, with these new technology now, they just got those little thin ones. The that little just thin kinda, ones that blow up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so it, it doesn't really get in their way too much. Right. They're and still they a little they annoying. They'll get your neck hurting. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. And and so I, I just didn't know. I, I didn't know if that was a preference that these guys were doing now with the pros or, or what. But when, it, A I, lot I, of times when you're seeing them do that, the small mouth, yeah. um, if you grab the small mouth on the belly, it calms them down. Gotcha. It, it almost puts them in a trance, and that's why you'll see a lot of them put their hand under a small mouth because yeah. it, it, it calms them down and lets them release where they can just pick them up. They kind of almost freeze up. Kind of and it's just a lot easier and quicker. Like if yeah. you got a lot of them small mouth, they'll keep their mouth closed and instead of having to deal with trying to get their mouth open, you can just scoop it up real right. quick. And a lot of times they're using uh, crankbaits that yeah. have treble hooks. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've that. ever had a treble yeah. hook in your thumb, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. then you know you don't want to try that. Especially if they you know jerk on you jerk when you're doing it. it. Now, try. real quick, is there a time limit when you're fishing? Or is it like daylight to dusk? What's the what's the time frame? So for our tournaments, I think most of them they start at eight, eight to two or seven to three. No, eight to four, it's eight or seven to three, to three. seven to three is what we've been doing. Seven to three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. And, but and, 
But now, I'm sure, like anything else, you got to be back at the dock by that three o'clock. That's you not. Do. You have to I, be within you, the buoys. Yeah. Uh, you, a lot of times they have little chips or, or or corks that have the number on it. Yeah. And you have to turn that in to the uh, yeah. to the person at the dock, and, and yeah. you know you get marked off, and uh, you lose um, you lose points or weight. You, you lose weight after so many minutes past the deadline. Yeah. And um, if you're fifteen up to fifteen minutes late, you get dis- disqualified. Yeah. Which actually Austin learned all about uh, in the Bradley Roy uh, this year. They had some boat issues, oh, and they could see the dock. Oh. They could see the man with the net, and they were just right under. They they went just a little bit over that uh, that disqualification time. So That's it happens. Nice. It happens. Nice. It's a Little lear- learning lesson. So, Austin, tell them about what uh, what your dad decided to do when you all had seventeen pounds in the boat, and it you still had a little bit of time to fish. So it was about one thirty, probably, when we went back. We still had about hour and a half to fish, and he was afraid of the boat not starting because that's what happened to us at the KBN, the Cumberland tournament. And so we we left an hour and thirty minutes early. And we had to sit there for the whole weigh-in for like three hours to see if we was going to win or not. It was a very stressful three hours. Oh, I, so they I'm had sure. to watch 199 other boats yeah. weigh in. Yeah, well, I, I don't blame you. You got 17 in the boat, and, you know, you feel pretty good about that. And you're like, yeah, let's make sure that we don't get late. You know, we don't want to get disqualified with the winning weight. So I, I get that for sure. Well, guys – it's been fantastic. I, Super I mean, interesting. I, I I I just love being able to talk to you guys about this because you know having the the athletes on here is is just added bonus. And coach, we appreciate you bringing the guys on. Well, and you know um, it's 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 great that you know football, basketball, they get the headlines, but you guys are winning championships, state championships. I mean that's that's huge. So anytime anytime we get the opportunity to talk about a field that you all and you can look at the way you talk about bass fishing, you love it. And that's great. So I love talking with with people that love what they do, and you all love what you're doing. Uh, I wish you continued success as the season uh, continues. And sounds like maybe you had the chance to uh, fish in college. So I look forward to reading all about all the great things you do there. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, we had Coach Christopher Cobb on today, uh, Gabe Ambergy, and Austin Hatton, fellas. We do appreciate you uh, taking time out of your your night to come on and and talk bass fishing with us, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on again. All right. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Thanks Stay safe, friends. The Montgomery County Bass Fishing Team would like to thank their sponsors, Kenmar, Momentum Construction, City Carnage, DQ, Kiwanis, Whitaker Bank, Hook Some Bass Bait Company, Holler Body Shop, Runke, and Traditional Bank, DW Construction, and Always In Season Florist. And as always... If anyone would like to sponsor the From Corner to Corner podcast, you can reach us out on social media. We'd be more than happy to take you on as a sponsor. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, Be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.